Welcome to the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast, where we chat about fueling your performance on and off the field, court, track, or pool. I'm your host, Stephanie Melitano, a registered sports dietitian who specializes in helping athletes optimize their performance with a strong fueling plan. Whether you're a seasoned athlete or just starting out, this podcast will provide you with specific strategies and practical tips to help you reach your performance goals. So join me as we explore the world of nutrition and learn how to take your game to the next level. Welcome. Today on the podcast, we're going to dive into three simple tips to help you stay hydrated. As I'm recording this, it's August, it's hot. A lot of my clients are working through or preparing for preseason. You're getting ready for tryouts, finishing up camps for the summer, and school is starting. So hydration really, we're at this cornerstone where it's not going to be as hot but it's gonna be just as important to make sure you are hydrated. Hydration is crucial for all athletes across the board for your performance, your training, your focus, your concentration, to help your body transport nutrients, control your body temperature, to remove waste product from your muscle. But most importantly, hydration just helps you stay healthy and balanced. So today I wanna give you three really quick tips that you can follow to help yourself stay hydrated. The first tip is just understanding the hydration formula. What does it mean to stay hydrated? Is it just water? Is it more than water? And the answer is yes, it is more than water. There's three pieces to the hydration formula. Fluids, so water should be the foundation, but you can also do things like juice, seltzer, chocolate milk, soups, fruits and vegetables, yogurt. Any food source that contains liquids can count towards your fluids for the day. The second piece is carbohydrates. So we know that carbs are really important for your muscle energy and your brain energy, but they also help your body absorb and hold on to water and fluids, all everything you're drinking and eating throughout the day. So it's important to not only have enough carbs on your plate to support your performance, but also your hydration plan. The third piece is electrolytes. You've got to replace those electrolytes, specifically sodium, what you lose a lot of in sweat, to help your body hold on to water and help to move that water around your body. So we need fluids, we need carbohydrates, and we need enough electrolytes throughout the day. That's number one. I had a client recently, I was working with her in my Elite Fuel 101 coaching sessions, and she was asking, you know, how much water do I need in a day? How do I break it down? And the answer is it truly depends. Every athlete is different. Let's call this athlete um, Annika. And so Annika, we were calculating her fluid needs based on her sweat rate, the heat where she was, how long she was training for, the time of day she was training. There's a lot that goes into how much fluids and water that you need to be consuming during the day. So the first thing you want to think of is just creating that foundation of fluid. What is that bottom line you should aim for every day? So for Annika and all other athletes, typically I recommend half of your body weight in pounds. That's the minimum number of ounces you want to aim for per day. So if you weigh 140 pounds, that minimum ounces for you will be 70 ounces. Now that's the minimum. We want to taper up, like I said, for Annika, based on her sweat rate or your sweat rate, what time of day you're training, how much you're training for, what you're wearing too, because if you're wearing a darker color versus a lighter color, you'll sweat a little bit more. So it does taper up, and that's why you sweat rates and, and fueling plans and hydration plans are so individualized because it really depends on you and your environment. So number two for hydration is thinking outside of the box. I kind of hinted at this already, but when it comes to fluids, it's not just 
water. Water should be your foundation. It should be what you're aiming for most of the time, keeping that water bottle close. As I'm recording this, I'm at my desk and I've got two water bottles, my Yeti full of water. I have a cup of half drinking or drinking um, lemonade and there was a Gatorade, but I just tossed it out. So, you know, there's a lot of different fluids that I'm consuming in the day, just depending on what I have going on, where I am post-training, pre-training. It's gonna be the same thing for you, making sure that you're adapting that fueling plan and that hydration plan based on what you have going on. So chocolate milk is a fantastic recovery hydration plan for all athletes because it has carbohydrates, it has protein, but it also has that bonus of fluid, vitamin D, and calcium. It's really, really awesome. If you're looking for variety during the day, looking at things like seltzer, juice, lemonade, or a combination of any, you could put juice in your seltzer to kind of have a sparkling, sparkling flavored water. But really thinking outside the box is what I'm gonna encourage you to do because if you're aiming for half of your body weight in ounces and just water alone, you're gonna get sick of water, right? So let's add some variety there. You know, let's add chocolate milk for recovery. Let's add maybe a seltzer or a juice at meals to help you boost that carb content. You know, really thinking about how we can be strategic here. And even during practice, using things like a sports drink or electrolyte tabs can help you add variety to that hydration plan. Tip number three, be prepared. Just like anything when it comes to your nutrition, your hydration plan, you've gotta be consistent with it. You've gotta have a plan going into staying hydrated. Step number one is really find a water bottle and make it your best friend. Um, keep it close by because if you see it, you will drink more water. So if you are home, fill it up, keep it on your desk, keep it on your nightstand, keep it next to you on the table. Wherever you are, you'll be encouraged to drink more just by seeing it. If you're at school, put it in your backpack. And the key here is to remember to take it out of your backpack every class and put it on your desk. So you at least can take a few sips during class if you remember and you're seeing it versus if it's in your backpack, you're just not going to remember. Part of being prepared is also choosing the right water bottle, making sure that it's brightly colored and you can see it. So I typically avoid like the gray, black, white water bottles. Try to choose very bright colors it will catch your eye. On that note, switch your water bottle out every few days so that it's a new color, it's catching your brain as a new thing in your environment, and you'll be more likely to drink more water, which is great. My third piece here for being prepared and choosing the right water bottle is finding one with a straw. We all love simple things and kind of less effort, which is humans are just kind of built like that. So if you can have a water bottle on your desk where you can just flip the straw up or the straw is already out and you can take a few sips, it's less effort than having to take the top off of a water bottle, flip it upside down, lift it up where it takes more effort to do all that. Or if you just have it with a straw right in front of you, you can be working on your computer or writing things in class. You can just slide it over, take a few sips and then slide it out of the way. Really, really simple. But the key to being prepared is choosing that right water bottle, making sure it's bright colored, hopefully has a straw. Or even if you're just home, using a cup with a straw or just a different container with a straw can be helpful to have you drink more water when you're home. Now this last one isn't necessarily, it's kind of a bonus tip because it's not really a hydration tip. It's knowing the signs of dehydration. This will really help you fine tune that hydration plan because I've given you three pretty basic tips to get started and really build out and rough out that hydration plan. But you need to know if you're missing the mark, if you're not doing a good job with that hydration. And these two signs will help you really hone in on that. One is if you're thirsty, you're already dehydrated. We've got to pick up that hydration a bit. Add a salty snack to help your body hold on to that water and just be more consistent with fluids throughout the day. So again, at meals, maybe choosing a seltzer or a lemonade, then between meals, having water. 
at practice doing water or some electrolyte powders or um, sports drinks, just adding in stronger hydration throughout the day. If you're thirsty, take a break, grab some water, grab some fluids, and then get back to whatever you're doing. The next sign of dehydration is the color of your urine. A really, really easy thing to look at. When you're going to the bathroom, if your urine is a dark apple juice color, you're dehydrated. We've got to focus on that hydration a little bit more. Now, there are some times when it will naturally be that dark apple juice color right when you wake up in the morning because you, hopefully you've slept eight hours plus and you just haven't drank anything overnight, so it's going to be a little bit darker. That's okay. Just after you wake up, start that hydration plan. Really start drinking that water and fluids throughout the day or right after training. A lot of times right after a workout, you're a little bit more dehydrated because you sweat so much, especially in the heat. That's okay. We're just going to keep on that hydration train and keep kind of pushing forward and making sure you're staying hydrated. But the rest of the day, you know, if it's kind of the middle of the day, you're in school and you notice your urine is very dark, we want to make sure you're focusing on those fluids a little bit more. The goal for the color is that lemonade or light lemonade color. That's really that focus there. If you're clear, you're overhydrated. So take a step back from water or fluids for a minute. Maybe have a salty snack so your body can really hold on to some of that water you're drinking because there is a lot of damage from drinking too much water. It throws off your electrolyte balance, just kind of dilutes your blood. We don't want to do that. We want to make sure that you're finding that perfect balance. So going too much. So a lot of athletes will say, oh, I'm drinking a gallon or a gallon and a half. I don't want you drinking that much if that's not what's appropriate for you. You've got to find that perfect amount of fluid for you, and that perfect amount is going to shift from day to day, practice to practice, season to season, depending on you and the environment you're training in. That's why I always recommend working with a sports dietitian when you're trying to fine-tune your hydration plan and your fueling plan because we can really work with you to look at what's that big picture. Like for Annika, the athlete I mentioned at the beginning, when we worked with her, I was looking at, okay, what is your training schedule? She's a cross-country runner. So we looked at how long are you running for? What time of day are you running on? You know, we looked at where she was running. Was she in the trails where she was going to be covered with trees, a little bit more shady? Was she going to run on the beach or on the concrete or on the road where it's going to be really, really hot and open to the sun? You know, all of these things are going to impact how much fluid she really needs. And then once we figured out, okay, this is kind of your approximate fluid, how do we break that down over the day so you can have targets between breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, kind of what to aim for to help you spread that fluid out? Because I also don't want you waterlogging yourself at the end of the day because you haven't hit your fluid goals. If you're noticing any of the extreme signs of dehydration, so excess thirst, really dark urine, dry mouth, fatigue, dizziness, a decreased performance, constant headaches. I really encourage you to pull yourself out of practice, pull yourself out of the game because by pushing through dehydration, you only increase your health risk of heat stroke and things that can be really negative and impactful for your overall health. So we want to make sure that you are hydrated, but we don't want you to just super saturate yourself again. So pull yourself out, give yourself some time to really cool down, rehydrate, and then the next day you can head back to practice with a stronger hydration plan. If you experience any of these symptoms, it's really important you're just listening to your body overall, and then hopefully that next day, reaching out to a sports dietitian so we can help you build out the hydration plan so that that doesn't happen to you again. Because my goal as a sports RD is always to help you take your game to that next level with nutrition and hydration. Staying hydrated is an important part of your game, and not only impacts your muscles and helping you move faster and farther, but it also supports your brain and helping you be more focused and concentrate and allowing you to really play at your best. 
I want to thank you for tuning in to this episode of the High School Athlete Nutrition Podcast. Each episode, we are breaking down the basics of nutrition for athletes to help you feel more energized on and off the field, pool, or court. Until next time, happy hydrating.